I V M. Episode hundred. <laughs> 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 all right, all right, all right. Yeah. Okay. Oh my For God. a change, both of us are cheerful. <laughs> we made it, Shanetra. We yeah. made it. A hundred uh, episodes. I don't know. Of, I don't know. Of I, was, I was thinking, like, oh my God, that's a big, big milestone. That is. That is. Honestly, if you were recording today and no one told you it's a hundredth episode, what episode would you think it for? Fifty-two. Yeah, like I would also huh? think it's in the sixty, yeah, seventy ballpark. And because of the nature, the context, the theme of our show, I just feel like we've discussed everything, but we've not discussed anything. I don't know. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's yeah. like such a mixed bag every episode. Also, I mean, please don't read into what I'm saying, but just recording in person used to be very like there used to be Much a lot more of effort. Personal? No, no. I mean, yes, it was, but like it's not. It's not like I don't enjoy this. But what I uh, mean is, uh, recording in person used to be. Like there used to be travel required for it, so it it felt like an event, yeah, yeah, and it would yeah. register as sure. oh my god, okay. like I've I've done enough of these, yeah. but these are much more convenient and easier. So it just goes on, goes off really. Yeah, but I I can't help but constantly feel about the, you know, back then how much we used to think of. Not that it's any lesser now, but back then that therapeutic effect of podcasting i really used to feel that we used to talk sitting in the same room mics on headphones on yeah because and, body you know, language right i know, like, I mean, I know just, right now it's just shoulder and face now language, it's just so, so much of our podcast episodes are which day are we recording what time and then there's so much coordination that goes into it more often than not i'm the one who fucks up uh, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's endless but uh, straight off the bat 100 episodes and thank you for being with me thank for 100 for episodes yeah, yeah. I know I'm not easy to be with for 100 days so leave a lot of 100 episodes <laughs> likewise is, yeah likewise yeah. likewise amazing should we get started on yes, our 100 episode yes our first segment uh-huh. let's uh it's it, I mean something both of us uh I guess want to talk about oh is the, the suicide pod which oh is uh first and foremost I want to put it out there that I think it's a great thing i think it's amazing okay first the, thing uh, i want to put out there just choice. for the interest of listeners trigger warning i guess trigger warning. Like, yes it's yes. a huge debate but uh here's the deal ever since i heard about this and i don't know a lot of people don't know this but switzerland has always been pro-suicide a little it was always a running joke like wow switzerland you know best chocolate and best way to die uh but <laughs> i feel like ever since this pod the suicide pod that everyone is talking about I have just absolutely had the best time thinking. And even the pro pod, yeah, even the anti-pro pods, I love reading the reasons why, you know, it's been, it's such a great, healthy, it feels like a new invigorating world moral dilemma. We we are so stagnant with the same dilemmas, right? War and famine and vaccines and everything is so standard. But this is the first time a philosophical debate that will define the future in so many it ways. Will, it you will, know, yeah. Of what life means overall. Uh, I, I haven't been able to stop reading about this. And this is like yesterday, all these, uh, they started picking it up. But this conversation started two weeks ago when uh, Germany announced that one of the museums would host this pod. And ever since then, I've just been like on Reddit incessantly reading yeah. about everyone. It's amazing. No, and, and another thing is that uh, there's so, uh, you know, people might question what's so queer about this news, but 
it's so it's maybe not so odd but it was mm. really interesting to see the number of queer individuals mm. who felt touched by this news and and for obvious reasons yeah. across my twitter feeds across my facebook feeds instagram feeds mm. 80% of the people who were talking sharing and just discussing this topic are queer are yeah. openly queer and there's something to be said about just choice because our community we so we, we we struggle yeah. for choice right and yeah. and imagine this idea of saying i guess it goes down to the idea of saying who's going to look after you when you're Who old cry when you, you die yeah so yeah. now that's fucking out of everyone's i mean this is the answer everyone will give that yeah. i don't give a fuck who cries i have yeah. it under my control and this is yeah. i'm going to die on my terms and it's going to yeah. be my choice and i Quick will die and painless well. and euphoric and, yeah. euphoric yeah. although That's i i still word. feel now again getting into the laws behind this part there's a lot everybody's just assume that oh now i could just kill myself whenever i want there's tons yeah, yeah, of like be, of course i mean tons of uh, criteria you have to be yeah, you have to be, for this yeah. Yeah, you have uh, to have a terminal illness and stuff like that. So. No, it's not uh, apparent. If you read about it initially, a lot of people are like, "Oh, this is only for people who suffer from terminal illness." Mm. It's like a courtroom where you, if you present your mm. case, there is a, like a hearing, and then if everybody seems fit, even yeah. if you're healthy as fuck, you can opt for this. Like this isn't Malibu that you know you go yeah. to a beach, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like. And I actually ran a poll on my Instagram, just asking people's thoughts about what they think about this pod. And like, right enough, like you said, like a majority of the, I got a fuck ton of responses. A majority of them were from gay people. and you wouldn't believe it i got around 212 responses on that hmm. 211 were for the odd only one person said no and even that no was a soft no which hmm. is basically oh this is a reverse psychology experiment basically to see that now which i kind of understood what she was trying to get at that hey if you right now there are so many things holding you back from doing something so drastic right but now again the dilemma or the moral dilemma or the modern dilemma is that if this is an option will a person who's constantly this be like oh okay i should just do it is it as easy to think about suicide as actually now and very lately i've been noticing in pop culture a lot of people say committing suicide is no longer a good term to say you can't say commit suicide mm. because you don't commit to suicide although i totally disagree i feel like you have mm. to commit in a way to do something so drastic but yeah it's just super interesting like what's going yeah, on and yeah, it kind yeah. of looks sexy like it looks really uh, yeah really interesting yeah, yeah but i think i don't think we should belabor this point we should come back to it and keep absolutely touching base absolutely. on this this topic later yeah, yeah. but since it's our 100th episode let's talk about us nice and our thing. journey nicer things so which yeah we'll be we are the nicer us. things yeah. yeah okay so yeah we'll be back in a jiffy and we are back on our 100th episode today i'm going to let i think this should be there should be a drinking game the number of times we say every single time we say 100 episode Yes. um take a shot <laughs> amazing amazing let's of water right uh, whatever, keto, whatever, okay? whatever, whatever, you, whatever everyone calls water <laughs> oh my god isn't it too early i uh, feel like if i drank alcohol i'd drink like i wouldn't care about time i'd be like oh morning started i wouldn't i don't know if i'd be an alcoholic but i mm. definitely think i'd be one of those guys any time is, of the day like i don't know you know the concept of microdosing 
Hmm. Yeah, I feel I'd I'd do that if I was a <laughs> microdose an alcohol. Yeah, an alcohol, little little thoda. I mean, it's it's the equivalent of having little bites of rum cake. Like, think about it. Amazing, amazing. Huh? First thoughts, man. Just just yeah. How do you feel? Oh, it's very interesting. It's surprising. It like hundred episodes is a big thing. It takes commitment. It takes a journey. It means we've been through a journey. What's more interesting is. for i don't know for you but for me i want to take a moment and and since we are recording mm. before a weekend mm. i want to take the weekend to look back a little because mm. i feel like over the past one one and a half years uh we've not looked back because of the world yeah. that we've been in yeah. Yeah. i feel like i want to look back and look at how we've evolved uh i want to listen to you know episodes, episodes again yeah. and not all episodes like episode 1 then episode 11 like 10 episodes and i want to mm. i want to see how we've evolved how our chemistry has evolved because okay. clearly there's a there's a journey here which mm. i think we need to um, just focus on a little more so sure. yeah that's i think that's what i feel right now what do you i don't want to sound cocky and i hate it when actors say that on a lot of i don't watch my own show i don't i don't watch mm. my own movie but i actually don't listen to the podcast because I sometimes feel I'm very stupid <laughs> when I listen. No, this is not like I, an old school. I hate no, my own voice type thing. Yeah, actually, yeah, feel like that's me. Why did you say that? <laughs> What are you saying that? Why are mm. you interrupting this person? Why mm. you? I do that a lot when I'm listening mm. to our own episodes. Mm. But my way of listening to the episodes over time has become how people tell me they perceived an episode over time. Especially, I have like I would say. four to five people who diligently every week after an episode is out kind of message me tell me what they thought what mm. we should have talked yeah. about what they thought mm-hmm. was stupid everything you know mm-hmm. and more often than not it's always only positive and nice things but like mm-hmm. i i always have felt like ha ah, okay we we are doing fine we are doing fine because yeah like i said i'm not self critical when i listen to our own episodes i just tend to think like Yeah, you're so annoying, Brad. Like, what the hell? Like, sometimes even things like, oh my god, your chewing gum is sticking. I'm always chewing. I'm always chewing gum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I just look and I'm like, dude, your chewing gum is sticking out there. Oh my god, you. He was trying to make a point and you suddenly butted in again, mm-hmm. which you know more than anything. I have. Yes. Think of butting in. <laughs> yes. Uh, I know sometimes how I digress or I I have these long winded. Suddenly I go into something and I find it very irritating. So again, I guess at repeat. <laughs> at regular points in this entire episode i will have to my evolution is thanking you for putting up with that kind of shit dude like what the hell you know one thing that i find very interesting is there are so i mean the world of podcast is very different from the world of you know discovering tv shows mm-hmm. because you're constantly being introduced to something mm-hmm. that that's possibly in its 200th episode and then mm-hmm. you start from the beginning and there's no mm-hmm. order really it's not in mm-hmm. sequence literally when we are in our let's say 70th 80th 90th episode i get messages mm. from people who say hey i just started listening to this and yeah, it's amazing those are my favorite see, yeah, yeah. It, it's like in one breath i want to say wait for what's coming but on the other breath i love the purity of because as we've grown we obviously talk about a lot more complex things you know the yeah. topics are complex yeah. they're more there's a lot of intersectionality a lot of sort of overlaps but the purity of the first few episodes where it's just the starting point of like yeah. coming out yeah. it's amazing for people to be drawn in on yeah. that and i love yeah. 
the experience, the, the shared experience of that. Yeah. When people yeah. say, you know what, these are the things that you said and I love that. And it's amazing. It's so interesting what you just said, right? Because when I, I had started around four years ago now, podcast five years ago with Naveen and all of that. Mm. And back then, everything that's new, you suddenly feel like, oh, this is going to be the next big thing. Hmm. Yeah. And not to belittle anything, but like somewhere I feel like podcast is just like, not like catapulted into some new medium. It's still a very like niche thing, which a lot of, of like, you know, and, uh, but like you said, when I get these kind of messages, oh, I just discovered your podcast because obviously other pages share our podcast sometimes and then other new people find out and they come and everything. And what I would do, what I feel a lot of times is not because we have a, we don't plan, first of all, you know, and I've loved that about our yeah. podcast, which is why sometimes I see these people tell us deep things that they felt while listening to the podcast. And I feel so good because our conversations are actually just us tapping into like some sort of stream mm. of consciousness. We are not actively, even yeah, today, right? Yeah. We discussed, oh, we'll make a list of what to talk about in the 100 episodes. And then I don't know about threw you, it out I, the window, I, yeah. I've not made a list or anything. I just know that, dude, I love talking. I hope people yeah. love talking to me. And it's been this back and forth of knowing that people listen, they get back to us. Mm. And then for me to again, feel and continue doing this, which is that, oh, someone, it's like, you know that saying, if a tree falls in the forest, did it fall at all, right? Sometimes when a new listener happens, you still realize that no, somewhere this is still going on. Yeah. And this is yeah. still a beginning thing. In fact, uh, I did not uh, share mm. one second. I need to, you heard that, right? <laughs> yeah. What was the delivery, Lube? Uh, no, oh my God, the best thing that can ever be delivered to me is delivered. Bath and Body Works. Oh my God, it's the worst addiction <laughs> under the sun. Under did you, the fucking sun. Bath and Body Works is the worst thing to have happened to me because I don't need it, but I keep buying it. I need my it. bathroom need has it. seven Bath and Body yeah. of body washes. Oh, three yeah, candles. Yeah, the, body. Ah, the candles. Yeah. Three candles. And I okay. don't even light fucking candles. Okay. So, okay. So for those, again, who are listening, there was a doorbell. I had to get the door and I have to talk about it for two minutes. But like you just said, I'm an addict. I'm a scented candle. I'm a, the older I get, I've become a weird light and smell. Hmm. Like I really hmm. feel that dictates a lot about how I feel during the day, how my house is lit basically, or how it's smelling. So Bath and Body Works, which hands down it makes not the best, but literally in the top nice candles. They they make nice. No, uh, no. I mean I've come, come across better. Like, yeah, yeah better. that's why I said in the top. Yeah, three, I yeah. Said Just because of the range and just the quality. And I'll tell you today also in the morning I had lit one, and my brother who hates aroma, like any kind of scent, yeah, yeah. agarbatti, deodorant. That's the thing. It's strong but not overwhelming. What I like about the candles, I this somehow this has become yeah. a candle candle <laughs> conversation. But and their candles are fucking expensive. Yeah, two yeah. and a half grand a pop mm. for one candle. Yeah. They ran a uh, nine ninety nine on all candles last week, and I feel like they should pay me because I put that on my story. And so many people <laughs> message me saying, "Oh, I also got candles. I also got candles." Mm. They have no idea what I've uh, brought into their lives, but. That just happened. I'm so excited. Oh, uh, I have to show you. I made this painting. Oh, you made it. I can't see it clearly. It's a little Jackson Pollocky or it's... Yeah, yeah. Uh, also, it's really chef. far away. And that's uh, why it's it's actually like huge. Amazing. So, anyway, Is it framed? He, no. I mean, uh, it's it's a mounted canvas. So, I didn't okay, need to. Okay. Okay. Anyway. Okay. How do you think this podcast has helped you? 
Okay, so one is of course um, the therapeutic like, angle of it, which we always talk about. Which yeah, is, yeah, and I don't want to talk about the uh, therapeutic the angle because that's yeah, that's yeah. yeah, sure. But I think there is a. Um, I think it's helped me articulate my thoughts really, really well Amazing. to sharpen my thoughts because Amazing. my mind is usually. you know what like like a snow globe when you shake a snow globe it's it's like it's cloudy and okay. you have to wait and let it settle settled out so my mind is always like that it's constantly mm. thinking it's constantly so there's like this fog of thoughts this has helped me clear it out and the weekly stay exercise one thing. in a way yeah yeah yeah, yeah. otherwise yeah. i find it very difficult to not skip from one thing to another to another and and stay on a single path when i'm talking mm. I would like to believe that I stay on one path when I'm talking. I would like to okay. believe because I, yeah, okay. like I, I maybe I'm not so self-aware, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's one thing that definitely has changed me. Wow. You? Oh, I my answer is a little morose, but I hope everyone sees the sweetness in it. We all go through anxiety. We all go through depression. And one of the biggest things about these horrible, horrible monsters is that we constantly think that nobody else will understand what we are going through. or i am the only one nobody really will get mm. how bad it is in my head right now mm-hmm. and even though i feel like that all the time or have felt extensively heavily all the time mm. i felt just getting messages saying that i totally related to this i totally mm-hmm. and sometimes again i i literally cannot emphasize enough on how trivial some of the things we chat about are mm. how they are not meant to be deep we actually free ball our conversations and then someone picks up I feel like the mere act of vocalizing our existence is something other people relate to, yeah. and it helps me feel less alone. I so, yeah, that's so that's that's interesting. Yeah, I sometimes feel like my reason to do this over time became selfish because if I don't have this, I will not. I will start mm-hmm. again feeling like oh my god, I'm alone with my feelings mm-hmm. and my thoughts, and mm-hmm. I am the only one. Nobody else can understand what I'm going mm-hmm. through, but. right and i can think of like flashes and instances where someone said oh my god that thing you said about your mother or the way your brother or not just family stuff but like professional life or you it is so right what you said about grinder it is so this about you know what you said about that like those kind of conversations really make me feel like we are all in this together uh, which apart from the pandemic nothing has really made me feel mm. like we all are fucked equally basically so the podcast has also done that in a way mm. and i love that I love that. Yeah, very similar thought. I, as queer people, I don't know about you, but but innately uh, and subliminally and subconsciously, we are sort of designed to kind of suppress anything that any urges or any mm. the mm. urge to talk or display mm. or flash anything about mm. ourselves. Mm-hmm. We are our first instinct is to not be overtly visible. Mm-hmm. over the years i've also noticed how i used to not be very very comfortable mm. i'm open i'm out mm. i'm out there but still there were things that i wouldn't say out loud mm. but with the podcast it it kind of helps me not give a fuck about it mm. because that's in itself an act yeah. of uh, you know just pushing away mm. that fear and the conditioning yeah. of saying let's say me talking about sex toys me talking about my sexual experiences mm. for mm. the longest time i've seen people around me uh while listening to someone gay 
if they were talking they would say no 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 you you, you we don't want to listen mm. to this mm. so as a result i used to internalize it and say mm. okay so i mean it's my life everyone mm. knows i'm gay let me not talk about it because mm. you know people are uncomfortable sure. but guess what there are people who want to hear it yeah. and i'm not yeah. being you know you're not you're not I'm, i totally i'm not yeah i'm not yeah it's in fact you know it's not being that now that you said this the voice thing i literally know this about myself for so long and sometimes we get like full composition type dms right which is like what do you think about my body image and this and that and i find it tough to respond to those dms sometimes because hey i'm i'm, I'm not who am i yeah no not even not leave alone who am no, i no in the sense that who am i to be an expert in like give you an expert opinion uh, like why is my word see i feel like it's, it's like Oh my god I'm going to give such a bad analogy because it involves celebrities and in no way am I saying we are but sometimes you know how they say oh like paparazzi or uh, is the downside of what you sign up for when you are a celebrity I feel like the downside is we really get earnest real honest messages very in deep. our dms and sometimes, sometimes very troubling like, sometimes troubling, very troubling troubling honest transparent but I'll I'll tell you what I'm getting at I find it very tough to reply to those messages because a I I have been in my own headspace to kind of type that or have some kind of an equation so I know where I fail but mm. I know when I'm super helpful to someone when they DM me is when they ask me how to start my own podcast when I suddenly self full of whenever another gay boy who's reached out to me just because they've heard KBCD and they're like hey I would love to know I don't know why I want to and I'm not trying to sound like a masaya or anything but it's so important because for us having found our voice through this medium yeah and for people to accept our voice and listen to it i would love to hear other voices and have other voices also like put their own uniqueness right that's what happens in the world of gay movie tv shows also now right it's only about how authentic and new the voice is it's not about what like the stories in fact breaking fast what you had uh, recommended i watched it yesterday it's not like a new story it's like the same story we heard over and over and over again but it was the voice that made it so fresh it was the narrative was so like fresh right so sometimes i just wish like i i'm quick to like in fact so many times i don't know jealous me our producer keeps getting but i just okay i asked him what's your budget is this like a home thing or do you want to actually do this seriously and all of that but i try to like help them out in that way that okay there are these apps that you can use or you can approach an agency like IBM who helps us with this podcast a uh, quick thank you to IBM also for our 100 episodes but uh yeah it's just uh it's amazing when people feel the need to talk and share and if even 5% we have helped them to feel that dude our work here is done in fact a while ago you it really the cliche mother teresa god helps those who help themselves yeah i really feel like it has helped us only because in some way our intention is to help other people translate what they might be feeling through our personal experiences it's been great i hope none of yeah. it is sounding cocky am i is this sounding cocky i mean i i never set this set out to you know make a change in the world because i'm mm-hmm. like way too small it's accidentally I, become that yeah. it's accidentally become that i honestly i think i'm way too small for that mm-hmm. but yeah mm-hmm. like i the effect of this is sure. not lost on me even um, even the range of messages right sometimes yeah. right from the i know you get these two which is the I wait for every Tuesday, like Tuesday. And if there I is, know. and since we've not yeah. been regular, the number of messages which where I've got a gifs which says where there is a 
a gun, gun loaded at oh me and says agla episode <laughs> kude <laughs> yeah but i'm just saying like right from the basic we make someone's tuesday like or yeah. commute i get so yours is the favorite show i love listening to while i'm commuting from and that thank god for commutes to, back <laughs> to the messages that involve i'm thinking of coming out to my parents after yeah, listening yeah, to your podcast yeah. you know sometimes you realize or should way. i even come out i remember yeah. like, two weeks back i got a message that said you know i heard that episode and i just wanted to ask you my parents are really conservative should mm-hmm. i even bother coming out is it even important mm-hmm. and you know those are really intense mm-hmm. conversation it's mm-hmm. these are conversations i i know i was scared to mm-hmm. have with anyone mm-hmm. anyone so mm-hmm. imagine the lightness mm-hmm. that's possible that comes with it being possible so easily and so readily and that effect is not lost on me amazing amazing wow Uh, we are at that point in this podcast where I'm starting to, but we very intentionally chose to only talk about today. We don't. Whoever's listening, again, we decided we'd only talk about the episode and us, and so that's what this it's a narcissistic is. episode. It is. It is, uh, and rightly so. What the hell? I feel like yeah. in an age where we pat ourselves on the back for everything, this is a, a tiny pat on the back. Because it is an accomplishment. It's not it a pat. Something. It's a tap on the back. It's a. Uh-huh. Okay, I, I gotta ask you: Is there over the since the course of this uh, yeah. podcast like do you have a dm or a message or something someone has said to you that really stuck out like there was someone who had this was during the pandemic someone mm. lost their mother and they had heard my episode about uh, my mom and it took me a day or two to respond to it because it really choked sure. me because you know they said that their mother passed away a month prior to them messaging me and uh, their message was i'm paraphrasing that you know i realized that there were a lot of things that i had left unsaid mm-hmm. but i'm starting to heal thinking of the fact that it's important not to stay in the past but mm-hmm. think of not what could have been etc etc sure. but just the the idea of and there was this episode of um, andrew garfield on on stephen colbert a couple of days back mm-hmm. that really reminded me of of this exchange because what he said Andrew Garfield lost one of his parents a couple of days back mm. and he said something very important and I resonate with that he said when it comes to grief when you lose someone it never goes away it's always there it's just that it finds ways to get expressed and if you don't find ways to express it mm. it's like it it grows darker and i'm glad that the grief is there because it it allows me to channel sides and facets of me that i wouldn't ever have bothered to mm. and uh, that was my reaction and our conversation wasn't about a solution mm. it was just a reaching out and, and and this person just said that you know i felt what you had said because i went through the same mm. um i just wanted to say that your the what you guys are doing is really nice mm. and just that made a world of difference because for me this is exactly that coming back to the mm. point of mm. there is so much complexity in stemming from our experiences there's mm. a lot of grief unresolved issues mm. we put it out there and because we put it out there there is some healing there's some and and it's only healing that brings growth yeah. so um yeah i and that was one of the Yeah, that message really took me by surprise because I was mm. really I I didn't know what effect we had on people till that message. I used mm. to think, "Okay, now coming out and all of that," but this was a deep message. Mm. It was about 
losing one of the most important people in your life mm, and saying, mm. you know what, what you said, a person who's nameless, faceless, and just a voice on the screen mm. managed to make you feel you know, that's like there is kinship. so much more special that we don't know who these people are, but sometimes just the fact that in some way, in whatever way, I say even, I won't say touched also, but like we graced their life in some way. It's yeah. Just, it's such a feeling of like, on one level, I feel, wow, I'm amazing. I'm touching people's lives. On another, it's just like, I'm so it's happy. Yeah. I'm so happy that this reached you. And in some way, it affected you enough for you to get back to us. Mm-hmm. Like, amazing. Uh, it's, it's, it's a Have very you, unique feeling. I would ask about this. I will ask about any DMs that freaked you out. <laughs> so many. So many. And yeah, I was so going to say, I was going to give a more holistic answer if you would have asked no, me. No, no, no. Name, name one really freaky message. Like freaked you out. Not like... I'm, not, I'm going to stick like the creepy. obvious sexual ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah but like freaked about, you out. Yeah. There was someone who did say they masturbate listening to our episodes. <laughs> there was someone who said that, which is very weird to me because... Why? <laughs> why are you, there is an ocean of pornography uh, there is and everything you name it there's literature you name it and that they chose to uh, it's not like I'm not condoning it please masturbate listening mm, to us yeah. but somewhere I just felt a little violated like hey. can I say what mine is okay do it <laughs> so, so there's this I got a DM that said uh, with a photo yeah that basically was a cutout of mm. cutout as in you know someone had like on screen they had cut part of that photo of me hanging mm. out with some people and then they said so uh guess who i saw at so and so place and i was like fuck they do with other people and like they photoshopped my friends, I, was, into- I was in a, i was at a restaurant and i was having dinner with my friends that is and this person and i don't even like and this person's like a blind profile so like mm. it's a like i don't know who this person is and mm. um, they said uh, guess who i saw so and so night and uh, it was nice to see the voice in person yeah but i mean for me i i said you know you should just come and said hi it's not like i'm a celebrity like come on yeah so and then the conversation ended there but that was a little creepy where it was literally a shot of me like eating and talking along with my friends and um, yeah, like that bizarre. was That's really, bizarre. and it's like this blurry photo of me. <laughs> so, uh, that was, oh that was a little freaky. <laughs> and you know, I, since again, we are talking about DMs, I will be the biggest bigot if I don't acknowledge the fact that I am actually terrible at responding where it has reached a point. Because I'll tell you what, right? Sometimes we get really lengthy DMs. And I have a very limited or a very, I would say, unique relationship with something like Instagram, mm-hmm. where I literally, I'm not, I'm one of those people who puts up 10 stories a day. And mm-hmm. majority of my time is me seeing my own stories. I don't care yeah. about what other people are posting yeah. or other posts are or whatever, mm-hmm. because I just find my feed damn fun. Like mm-hmm. stupid things happen on it. But uh, what I'm trying to get at, it has reached this point a couple of times in the past where it's been... Uh, you don't respond and what's the point? Yeah, you don't respond. What's the point? And I feel like I have pissed people off, but I really feel the need to emphasize that every message is either overwhelming for me or mm. I absolutely in full its entirety understand the sweetness behind it. The only time I do feel misplaced or a little displaced is 
can we meet sometime mm-hmm. you know a lot of people do ask that can we meet sometimes mm-hmm. and wow in fact i'm not kidding i'm going to sound so fucking full of myself but this week someone messaged me if we did a meet and greet in bombay did the same person message you because in my message he said can you you mm-hmm. and shanetro no no would you all like to do a meet and greet i know many people who would love to meet you all and that's so i don't like the importance of it you know what <laughs> yeah, i mean yeah, yeah. i would love to do it i would love to meet new people and be like mm-hmm. oh thanks for listening and hugs and all but it's just a oh my god i think of those school functions where someone gives you a bouquet <laughs> a bouquet of flowers a man in a Please. safari suit gives yeah. you like a shiny bouquet of flowers it no but that's a, like such a, a sweet thought though like the sweetness is, is in lost like, it is I, it, I agree, it was yeah. a very hey any plans to come to bombay because i know a couple of people we would love to do a meet and greet i was mm. like i'd not respond to it because i but i just want to put it out there yeah. anyone who sees us somewhere i mean obviously judge do the it. situation but yeah. but please is like i would love to just you know if please yeah. come up to us i mean yeah. i know so many people have said yeah. we saw you so and so we yeah. saw you here we saw you there yeah please come up to us i mean Unless i don't buy question is to ask us if we are top or bottom because uh, <laughs> the one time a person ran into me like you're saying mm. of course in my case the person came up to me and said hi and not like your creepy story where they just took a photo but uh, someone did come up to say hi and i was like how sweet like thank you and i was all ah, amazing you listen to the show and all and they quickly were very quick to ask me so what is preference in bed oh jeez <laughs> and i was like buddy buddy come on what do you learn what are you it's, learning it's so last century i know. know i answered this question <laughs> because i'm like i answered it and then i told him that's such a stupid question Yeah man amazing i feel we can wax poetic forever about how amazing this journey has been so far we also yeah. shouldn't talk about it like this is the end or something yeah uh, yeah i mean we have a lot more coming up but but we will yeah. be taking a short break after we, uh, i mean it is yeah. it is 100 episodes at the end of the day we want uh, to do new things we want new yes. things within the podcast not like in yeah, life yeah. but like yeah. we want to try new formats if you all have any suggestions any Please. sections segments anything that we can possibly new that we can do just because i know me and shunitra have repeatedly and we've already done that to a huge extent which is start getting guests if you yeah. think you want to be on the show please reach out to us we want to we are fed up of listening to ourselves please just not all the time though yeah <laughs> but uh yeah we want to have real fun honest new conversations and uh don't think oh this is just a show where we invite people this is i really want this to be a show where you can even if you don't have any like if you're just a person who has no job you're sitting at home but you have something to talk about reach out yeah, we'd just love to reach love out to. yeah because a lot of times we only do it with other organizations other people who are lgbtq and doing something in life that is not a criteria you literally just have to have something to say to us and if we find it interesting we will definitely have you on the show yeah okay yep we'll cut and we'll come back for our 100th episode recommendation we'll be right back amazing All right, recommendations. What's ah, yours? Okay. <laughs> What's yours? What's my recommendation? I'm actually going to do two TV shows. One is Starstruck, uh, HBO Max Starstruck. It's about a girl who one day wakes up, uh, she hooks up with someone and she wakes up and she realizes 
she did not know he's a really big movie star mm-hmm. uh, yeah he's yeah played yeah. by an incredibly beautiful indian man which by the way is becoming a norm the, a norm, it's the yeah. age of the brown man because yeah. midnight mass had that beautiful sheriff now yeah. this guy uh, amazing uh, lovely show uh, another silly comedy i've been watching on bbc is called ghosts it is amazing it's it is. so funny at first it was so slapstick i was like i'm not going to enjoy <laughs> this but i for some odd reason stuck around yeah. and it is so rewarding and now i believe there's an american version also of it that's how popular it is yeah yeah but my main recommendation is something i came across it's an app called lex l e x okay uh it's on play store i don't know if it's on apple but uh it's a dashboard for queer people and basically just imagine your grinder but no profile picture nothing all you get is a posted size space to just put anything you want to say and by distance again that is the only thing it has adapted from grinder is that by distance i can know oh this person who's did it's it's literally like little cute postits the whole feed is just postits of people someone will write two three lines of poem they wrote someone will write any video gamers and one of the reasons that i'm recommending it is because i've been on this app only for like three four days but i also already met such a sweet i don't know what he looks like i don't know but he was like any other gay gamers out there which is mm-hmm. a beef i've repeatedly said on the show i hate that there are no gay gay uh, not enough gay gamers for me to discuss it with and i came across someone in bombay who's like on lex and he and we've been chatting about games and it's i i feel like it's so fresh to like not see someone i'm talking to and just see their thoughts in little tiny tweet size post its it's mm. it's lovely so lex lex uh, just try it out i i feel like it's one of those apps if enough people don't use it it will go out of use mm. in some time but i feel it has great potential of attacking the annoying things that like an anti grinder yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. an anti grinder just yeah. and uh, amazing i love it yeah. so those yeah yeah my recommendation is uh, by far one of the best movies i've watched this year it's called uh, the power of the dog it is visceral like it's it's yeah. really um okay it's incredibly queer coded extremely ah. queer coded some ah. of the best performances of the year yeah so it's directed by jane campion and top of the lake not just like the piano oh, yeah, top of yeah, the yeah, lake yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know okay. um, the portrait uh, of the lady yeah. but yeah. um mark my words i have a very strong feeling she's going to win the best director oscar this year amazing but the it's story netflix, is right? it's on netflix it released earlier this month and it's it's visceral beautifully shot it's about this very repressed man mm. who finds himself like really annoyed when his brother marries this city woman this widow and mm. brings her to his ranch mm. and he starts plotting against her because mm. his idea of masculinity is complete uh, yeah. no 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 uh, in the sense that his idea of masculinity is rejection of all kinds of femininity mm. including women so it's almost like his brothers betraying masculinity by marrying a woman and he however develops a very weird odd mm. you know weird relationship with this woman's son mm-hmm. uh, so his brother's stepson essentially mm-hmm. and there's tension and Amazing. it's never explicit but it's mm. very beautifully crafted so power of the dog look i mean keep keep an eye on it i feel it's going to be sweeping a lot of you know screenplay awards and 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 directing awards throughout the season so so Amazing. yeah and one final recommendation for our oh episode uh, 
this show called GBCD. Okay, it's like the best podcast. <laughs> really, ever. we have uh, to discover it. Amazing. No, Shadavaka. Everybody listen to it. Okay, we are nice people. <laughs> All right. So, um, we'll be back very soon. We'll be taking yeah. a quick break and a breather because we've yeah. also been. Uh, we need a break from yeah. constantly chatting. Like yeah. like Farad said, yeah. we'll be coming up with new ideas, new formats. So we'll be back. Can't wait to do more of this and with you. Uh, because again, every episode it's fun. Thank you so Thank much, you so and much. thanks, thanks for being there, man. I feel like singing the Golden Girls theme song. Uh, <laughs> okay, uh, but All this right. has been amazing. Thank you so much, yes. and we'll